Good Monday morning. I just want to encourage you again, if you want to get these video devotionals directly to your email inbox so you're not dependent on social media to receive them, I highly encourage you to go to reclaiminghearts.org and subscribe to our Monday musings and anything else you want to get while you're there. There's a story in Luke 8 that has always uh, just kind of intrigued me. There is a demon-possessed man that Jesus discovers when he gets to the area of the Gesserines and he's here and this um, demon-possessed man has been living here for years and years and he is naked and he goes around screaming and he lives in actually the burial caves where they put the dead bodies so he lives with dead things i mean just just think about all this think if there was a place that you and i went in our city and there's a blind man not blind a naked man a screaming man who lives in the cemetery up the street that we pass on our way to work would that ever become normal I just wonder, because it had for them. Jesus arrives and he sees this man and he asks immediately, the, the demons kind of begin to talk and they're like, don't, don't send us down to the abyss. And Revelation 9, 1 through 12 talks about a, an actual place where in the abyss where demons are held. And so they're asking Jesus, please don't send us down to that place where we're gonna be locked up till you're ready to to loosen us. And he said, how many of you are there? And the response was legions. Well, in a Roman army, legions were three to 6,000 men. And they asked him, they said, just throw us in that uh, herd of swine. So Jesus does. He casts them out of this man, throws them into this herd of swine, and they end up destroying the swine because that's what demons do. They destroy whatever they touch but this man was in his right mind. And he gets dressed and cleans himself up and begs Jesus to let him go with him. Do you know what the people in that city do? Now, what would you and I do? Okay, say I drove past the Williamson County Memorial um, cemetery and all of a sudden the man that I had passed by who was naked and screaming and living with the dead appears whole and in his right mind. What would what would we do? Wouldn't we rejoice? Wouldn't we want to know who the miracle worker was? No, that's not what they do. Do you know what they do? They beg Jesus to leave. Why? Because he disrupted their comfortable. Because you and I can even get comfortable with dead things. Let me say that again. You and I can get comfortable with dead things. Do you know what the word comfort means? It means relief. So many times through this past 18 months when everything in life, I'd say even 24 months, it happened before COVID, when everything started getting disrupted in our world, we begin to cry for normal. We begin to cry for what was comfortable. 
because comfort means relief, and we just want relief from what makes us uncomfortable. Well, in Revelation chapter 3, the very last church that Jesus talks about is the church of Laodicea, and the church reminds me a lot of this man living in the caves because he says to them that you're lukewarm and I'm gonna spit you out of my mouth. He said, you're lukewarm, but you keep saying, this is how they kept describing themselves. God, Jesus is telling them what they are. You're a lukewarm church. But he says, this is what you think you are, but really you are rich saying, you say you, I'm rich and I don't need a thing. He said, but what you really are is you are pitiable, you are wretched, you are poor, and you are naked. He said, you're saying, I'm rich, I'm good, I don't need anything, I'm comfortable here. He said, but do you know what you really are? This is what you really are. And so sometimes Jesus in his great and merciful love will allow our comfortable to be disrupted so that we can realize the, the state and place that we really are. He will allow us to become wholly uncomfortable so we will have revelation and because it's often in the uncomfortable places that it's the only places that we grow. So what if instead of begging for relief, from what is uncomfortable, that we instead got curious with the Lord and said, what are you up to? What do you wanna do in me? What are you trying to reveal to me? Am I naked somewhere? Am I blind somewhere? Am I pitiable somewhere? Is there some place in me that has grown lukewarm, that it's just so desperate for relief, that it doesn't wanna be inconvenienced? Well, friends, You've heard it said many times, not just for me, but other people, God is far more concerned with our character than he is our comfort. Because when we get to heaven, he is not going to say, oh, but were you comfortable? Paul said, I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Whether I'm freezing, whether I'm shipwrecked, whether I'm suffering, whether I'm in joy or in peace, I've learned no matter where I am to be content. Why? Because it is utterly dependent on Jesus. Every great man and woman in the Bible walked into the uncomfortable place before they were ever used mightily for God. Sorry, I know that got the preacher up in me, I usually say I'm just a teacher, but every now and then a little preacher comes out. But I believe the intensity is because it's a wake-up call. While we're begging for normal, God is saying a lot of you are going to die in your normal. And I am trying to get you to realize that ultimately you are utterly dependent upon me. And we often don't realize that until we get into the uncomfortable places outside of our comfort zone. So my challenge to you this week is if you're in, a, in an uncomfortable season, instead of just begging for relief and trying to get back to comfort, ask God, what are you trying to say to me here? What are you up to? What do you want me to see? Oh, my friend, he will answer that prayer. I promise you, he will answer that.
If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.